Goeiemorgen op hierdie prachtige vrijdagochtend. Ik is Penny Wild, die Black Pen. Vandaagse video gaan oor die toestand van die departement van onderwijs of opvoeding en die toestand van kennis versameling in die omstandighede van ons economie, werk en geld in ons soms prachtige en soms baie grievelike land van Zuid-Afrika. I let you guys down this week. Um, I'd said at the beginning of the week that I would be doing a series on the state of education in South Africa. And unfortunately, the week got the better of me. And looking back at all the data that I accumulated, I realized that it is a mammoth task. So what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to try and make really, really short videos and do a lot of them over the course of today and this weekend, unpacking some of the thoughts I had and want to share regarding our state of education. Today's video is about the fact that I don't think that all children should be learning the same education. We speak very much about equality, not just in this country, but in the whole world. And the idea that everyone must get the same thing, to me at least, is absurd. We're not all tall, therefore we can't all thrive in basketball. We're not all skilled in swimming, so we can't become champion swimmers. We're not all good at cooking. But when it comes to the education system, we want to shove and fit every child into the same square hole. And it's said before that if you judge a fish by its ability to climb trees, or if you judge a monkey by its ability to swim, they will both live their whole, li whole lives believing that they are stupid and incapable. We need to create a flexible space where people can find what speaks to them. Where children who are gifted in the arts gravitate and are guided towards the arts. Where kids who are talented and have a photographic memory and are very good at cramming and regurgitating a lot of the data academically, those kids should be pushed towards academics. Where kids who are great on the sports field are guided towards a more sports-centric education. One of the things I've said before, and this is very, very important, is we look at the world in countries and in nations. And we look at what nations are good at and strong for. One of the things we don't do is we don't look at the state of provinces or towns. It's always not made sense to me how children in a mining town are not being taught fundamentally at school how to mine. Children in an agricultural town are not all in a farming school or a farm school where they learn burdere and lanpo how to work the land because it is what's stimulating the economy. I don't understand why children in Johannesburg, which is the hub of entertainment, why the schools here are not centered on acting, centered on theater productions. We've got schools that are by the harbor, but you find that the children in those schools know nothing about building ships, about containers, about import and export. Children in the Western Cape are not being taught at school level how to run wine farms, how to make wine. It blows my mind. It's, it's almost like being in a family of a certain skill or that has a certain business. Maybe we have buses, maybe we have taxis, maybe we have supermarkets. And yet my family keeps me as far away from that knowledge as possible. The knowledge that will actually feed me, that will help me accelerate in my development. I think it's time we look at schools or education platforms rather than be more practical and realistic.
Yes, we have classes in this country. There are the rich, there are the middle class, there are the poor. Yes, I understand. With that being said, I don't think that children from poor villages, townships, should be studying what kids from rich neighborhoods should be studying. Yes, it's a form of discrimination, but it is practical. Children in villages are struggling with basic things like food and clothing. Why are children in those schools not being taught how to grow food, how to make their own clothes? Why are they being shoved robotics, chemistry? They don't even have labs. They don't have the internet. They don't have Wi-Fi. They don't have computers. Those are privileged first world things. In places like America, in Japan, in South Korea, the kids have the privilege there to learn coding because their fundamentals are on point. They don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from. They don't have to worry about where they are going to get clothing from. Their basics are sorted. They live privileged lives so they can now build on the privilege and add on these other softer lessons and skills. But when it comes to the villages, the kids should be learning the fundamentals of just taking care of themselves. And once that has been sorted, if you come from a village or a township and you can say, no, my mom's a teacher, my dad is a police officer, or at least my family already knows how to grow food. I've already been taught at home how to make clothing. Then that child can move on and then begin learning other things. We focus so much on copying and pasting the same thing for every child and we miss out on the practicality. There are children that should be spending five years just learning emotional intelligence, learning how to communicate, learning how to have self-confidence. But we're shoving them to study these things that are, they are not ready for. They're not ready for. There are kids who physically need to still develop. And when other kids are busy reading books, they should be doing push-ups and gymming and building their body so that they are physically strong. So that by the time they get into the classroom, they don't have to worry about being malnourished. They don't have to worry about being weak and falling asleep in class. Education is not flexible. And obviously the people that run the education system, it's laziness. It's a cost. Our education system budget is 21% of total budget, which is probably at around 1.9 trillion rand a year. Teachers are taught to be lazy and want to deal with robotic zombies. That's why our children are diagnosed with ADHD, being hyperactive, not being able to focus and concentrate. A child being a child and wanting to explore and move around is deemed not well, is deemed to have a condition and is prescribed medication like Ritalin to be dumbed down and become a zombie so that they can passively take what the teacher is teaching. It's not the best way to administer education. It's not. I urge people in various towns, cities, even communities where you guys have what I call a competitive advantage. What is your competitive advantage in, in your town? No, we have a lot of dancers. We have a lot of rugby players. We have wine farms. We have a lot of cattle. Oh, we've, we've got some of the biggest banks. Our head offices are here. We're brilliant at retail. Why are the children in their schooling environment not being driven towards what is the competitive advantage of that town, that community, even that family? Once that has been cemented, then you can move on and add the other things. I do not support the idea of smart boards. I do not the, I, I support the idea of robotics and coding in schools where children still need to learn the fundamentals of learning how to grow their own food, build their own homes, take care of their families as a fundamental. I think we need to change our mind around schooling 
And I think we need to morph and transform. Grade school in the Eastern Cape in Fort Beaufort, Epofolo, called Winterberg, an agricultural school. There's a couple of them, Boerland Lanpo, Freyat Lanpo, Western Agricultural College. Winterberg in particular is one of the schools in South Africa that is self-sustaining. It's a farm school where they have livestock, where they grow crops. And they take that livestock, they take those crops. And the students that are learning about this stuff, not just the practical, but the theory. They take their produce and they sell it to the open market. And the money that they make comes back to run the school. A self-sustaining school. Mind-blowing. 